The um, they come back at Queens Park today. I mean, and there are going to be fireworks in Ottawa in the House. There are going to be fireworks at Queens Park today. But let's focus on Queens Park for a second. They're coming back after a summer leave. The opposition is going to want to try to nail the government, even though Doug Ford has already done what they asked him to do, which is to reverse the opening of the green belt. But this story just continues to unfurl. Brendan Kelly is an investigative reporter at the Toronto Star and joins us with the latest. Good morning morning. It's actually uh, Brendan Kennedy, but yeah, thank you. Okay. Sorry. Just working from the notes I was given. Thank you, Brendan. Um, okay. So what's the latest? This involves Mr. X again? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, John Mutton um, identified in the integrity commissioner report as uh, Mr. X. Um, he uh, He's somebody who has, has marketed himself uh, to potential clients. Uh, he's a, a municipal planning consultant. And one of the ways that he's marketed himself as, as by being kind of an expert in securing MZOs or minister zoning orders uh, from the Ford government. Um, and, uh, and so we've been looking into how some of those MZOs came to be and um, and what's what's happening with them. And what we found is in one case uh, in the township of Cabin Monaghan, south of Peterborough, uh, the owner uh, recently, about a month ago, uh, we put a property up for sale after Mutton helped him get an, an MZO. Um, and, you know, this is a little bit technical to get into in the short time that we have. But, um, you know, in short, a minister's zoning order, the purpose of it is to accelerate buildings, to accelerate development um, of housing and uh, commercial projects that are critical for communities. Um, and but in, in this case, it seems and it's not the only case, it seems that the owner um, was trying to 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 flip the property or um, let me rephrase that the owner was had put the property up for sale um, at a, a significant uh, mark up to what he purchased for. So it was 14 times for what he bought, bought the property for uh, in in 2017. Um, he pulled the listing down after I sent uh, him questions. Um, but it raises the question about, you know, whether uh, MZOs are being uh, exploited by developers uh, for, um, you know, to make profit on a property rather than what their their intended purpose is, which is to um, accelerate development. Right. So and let's frame that. I mean, the whole idea is you own a piece of property, you say, I'm going to build, you know, this, that and the other thing on it. If I can have permission, you need to give me an exemption. You get the exemption, you build it, everybody's happy. But in this case, it would seem that this guy is trying to profiteer off of an MZO and he has no intention of building anything. Yeah, yeah. And I think it, it just it raises questions about, you know, um, the way in which MZOs are being issued by the Ford government. You know, this they used to be extremely, extremely exceptional. They were issued roughly before Ford got into office, they were issued roughly once a year. Um, and, you know, since in the five years that that Doug Ford has been in office, his government has issued more than 100. Um, so clearly this has, you know, developers have taken notice of this and consultants like Mutton, you know, aka Mr. X, um, have taken notice of this and are are acting on it. And, you know, it's, you know, it, some critics say it is, is created like a cottage industry of these kinds of consultants who, um, you know, if they have access to the government, um, the way Mutton appears to, um, they're able to get these special zoning orders and um, have 
found a way to to use them to boost the value of their land, which is, you know, it's not their purpose. It's not what they're for. And and the government, um, the Ford government itself has has said that they are prepared to revoke any MZO um, in, in which like where shovels are not getting into the ground quickly. Um, but you know they haven't they haven't necessarily always done that when when these cases have been pre- presented to them you know there's a case in oral medante near barry um where a similar thing happened where the after getting an mzo the owner put the property up for sale 10 times um what, what the value was um in that case the the province uh threatened to revoke the mzo and then the owner uh delisted the property and then they withdrew that threat um, and other cases, you know, they're, they're a Ford friend, uh, Shakir Ramtula, uh, you know, he, uh, he has been found to have uh, received an MZO and then um, put up, uh, sold part of the property uh, for, for a significant profit. And in that case, the government did not revoke the MZO, um, but the developer, uh, uh, Flato is the name of his company. You know, they've said they're going to, they are still committed to, to building homes in, in that case. So um, there's been a bit of a mixed response from from the government on these issues, but I think that the, the big question that that critics have and the, the the major concern that critics have is that you know all of this indicates a pattern where uh, developers with access to the government are able to exploit that access um, to increase the value of the land and use these tools, um, which again are are intended to to kind of cut red tape and speed up development. They're able to use these tools to 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 boost the value of their assets rather than um, you know uh, deliver like much needed homes and and businesses to communities. Thank you very much for this. Great work. Yeah, no problem. Brendan Kennedy is an investigative reporter at the Toronto Star.